Thanks for tuning in to Thought for the Day from Ringwood Benefice, a family of six Church of England churches around the market town of Ringwood. Together we share a common vision to discover life and make a difference. We hope Thought for the Day brings you encouragement and insight, and we'd love you to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Ringwood Benefice, and we'd love you to head over to our website www ringwoodbenefits.org.uk but for now we pray that you enjoy today's thought for the day hello again and welcome to thought for the day there was once an english traveler who was uh, in africa and he wanted to journey into the jungle i don't know whether it was a formal expedition or just an adventure that he was wanting to have but to do so, he hired a team of porters and the first day he had them marching at the rate of knots until they made their camp at the end of the day. It was an exhausting day. The traveller was up early next morning trying to cajole and wake up the whole camp, but he couldn't rouse them. Exasperated, he starts to cajole, plead, bribe, but nothing works. He asked why. And the answer came back, we are waiting for our souls to catch up with our bodies. It's an amazing answer, isn't it? They knew what they needed to restore life's balance. We're waiting for our souls to catch up with our bodies. My wife used to laugh because if I was going through a silent or uh, non-communicative phase, I used to quote Ronan Keating's song, You Say It Best, when you say nothing at all. But actually the first verse of that song speaks um, quite well about our relationship with God. Because it says, it's amazing how you can speak right to my heart without saying a word, you can light up the dark. Try as I may, I could never explain what I hear when you don't say a thing. Try as I may, I could never explain what I hear when you don't say a thing. Now, for me, that's a lovely picture of time with God. I know it's a story about two people being in love and just enjoying being with each other wordlessly, but it speaks so richly about what can happen when we deliberately take time out with God. I've recently been reading a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And that's what this is based on. It's where that story about the colonial traveller came from. And it took me back to the story of the prodigal son. You know the story. The son goes to his father and he says, Father, give me my share of the inheritance. And off he goes and has a wild time. He parties. He has lots of friends gathered around him while he has money. That's not the bit I want to concentrate on. Concentrate on. When the money ran out, it then became the guy on his own and he ends up in the fields feeding pigs. That's not good news for a Jew to whom pigs are unclean. He was on his own and in Luke chapter 15 verse 17 we read, When he came to himself, and I wonder whether it's OK to suggest that he's now on his own in the fields and that time brought him to his senses. 
it woke him up. And he's there saying to himself, even dad's servants are having a better time than me. They've got better food. I'm going back. And we see him beginning to formulate his speech again while he's on his own. This is what I'm going to say. I'm not worthy to be called your son, but I will work for you. And you know the story. The father saw him, ran to him. That was undignified in those days. Senior citizens didn't run. It's undignified. But he ran to his son. The boy hardly gets a chance to make his speech. His dad says, bring his robe, put a ring on his finger. That's important. It's the family ring. You are back in the family. Welcome home. In the silence in the fields, he discovered and remembered who he really was. Still a son. But he remembered too who his father was. Loving, compassionate, forgiving. And that that was born out of silence in the fields, I think, speaks of great possibility for us. Almost everything in this world eats away at our silence and solitude. And that was one of the beauties of lockdown for me. I know that for many people it was tough. But if I'm honest, the world went quiet. We heard amazing birdsong. The roads were quieter. There were fewer demands. And all of a sudden, rush and hurry were taken away. But day by day we have our smartphones craving our attention, we have deadlines, emails, alarm crocks, schedules, everything is just instant. The world cracks along at 100 miles an hour and we feel pressure to keep up and hang on to its coattails. But solitude and silence is an immensely important part of our walk with God. The writer and pastor Dallas Willard once said, hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Hence the book title a few years later. It's not by him, it's by another pastor, John Mark Comer, who borrowed that idea and wrote The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I do recommend it to you. It's a great book. I used to be dreadful after services when I was in the parish. I'd be talking to someone or someone would be trying to talk to me and over their shoulders I was scanning the room. I'd be thinking, who else do I need to talk to? What's my agenda? I'd have a hundred things going through my mind, things I have to do. What's my next appointment? I must remember to speak to Ron about this, to Jane about that, to Michael about doing something else. And so it goes on. And the person I'm talking to is getting about a quarter of my attention if they're lucky. And if we're not careful, that's how it can be with Jesus. If we really want him to open his heart to us and for our hearts to be open to him, we have to build that relationship. And the greatest start is time together. It's not about getting busy with words and prayers all the time. It's about enjoying each other's company. It's quite a step, isn't it, to, to say or to get ourselves to believe that God enjoys our company. He enjoys it when we take time with him. It doesn't have to be, Lord, please help with this. Lord, please help with that. It doesn't have to be us waiting to receive his command or direction or guidance. 
just hanging out together. Think of the people you love to hang out with. Jesus loves hanging out with us. It's part of discipleship and apprenticeship. Think of Jesus and the disciples. It wasn't teaching all the time. They did life together. They hung out together. Time with the master. Corrie ten Boom said this. She said, if Satan can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. And that's so true because both sin and busyness cut our connection with God. The prodigal son accidentally got time out in the fields. He took stock, came to his senses, as Luke tells us. And he discovered who God really is. He rediscovered the father's heart and discovered he was still beloved and treasured. Maybe what we got a glimpse of in lockdown was that our souls were able to catch up with our bodies. To rediscover the father heart of God, if so, we need to hold on to it by working at those disciplines of silence, of solitude and learning to hang out with God. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's Thought for the Day. Don't forget to connect with us on social media at Ringwood Benefits. And remember, there is hope. You are loved. You make a difference.